Hello again, Timberwolves fans. Are you ready for the explosion of Timberwolves basketball? I am your host, Paladino Joey. And with me today for Super State of the Timberwolves Part 2, that would be a guy by the name of the people's champ, Vince Germano. Joey, uh, hello from wet, windy, thundery, wintry, freezing cold Melbourne. Yeah, I am, uh, and right here it's hot, humid, sticky, and uh, t- uh, I don't know, I, maybe we got to find something a little bit in between both of these, huh? <laughs> oh, mate, I'm jealous. I'm bloody jealous, let me tell you. You like humidity? Oh, I like it. Mate, what can I do today? I can't go outside. It's, it's absolutely bucketing down. I, You know, you're stuck inside. At least when it's hot, you can shorts, T-shirt, and off you go. That, that's the good part. I, I hear you, though. Yeah. I hear you yeah. there. So, yeah, I suppose we're slightly ahead, and yeah, here we are. So, go figure, it's hot in Minnesota and cold in Australia. But, yeah, as you can, as you may have guessed, because we've we've done a show uh, called Showtime and T-Wolves very recently. Uh, Vince Germano is from, again, as he said, Melbourne, Australia. I am here in Golden Valley, Minnesota, uh, soon to be Brooklyn Park, Minnesota, but that's uh, that's the first time I've actually mentioned that on a show, but we'll, we'll talk about that uh, later. <laughs> Um, yeah, here we are. Super State of the Timberwolves, part two, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, sir. Uh, looking forward to it. I've been looking forward to this one all week. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Me too. And uh, we we would have liked to have Hank McCoy also on board, but uh, kid duties uh, came first in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> so just, just letting you know, uh, situation there. Who knows? Maybe he'll call in, in in the second segment or something. Who knows? Just uh, you know, stranger things have happened, I suppose. But um, yeah, but probably not. <laughs> we're, we're here to talk about all things Timberwolves. I was uh, I was tempted to talk about the Golden State Warriors and the Cleveland Cavaliers, but eh, there's a summer league game on in the background. That's more important than that series. So, eh, at least at this point. <laughs> okay, sorry. It, it is for us. It is at this stage. <laughs> So you guys out there probably wondering, why isn't he talking Timberwolves then? Well, okay. Yeah, the Timberwolves finally got the number one overall pick. And for the longest time, it sounded like the Wolves were going to take Jalil Okafer. It sounded constantly like Flip Saunders was all in on Jalil Okafer. Like it or not, is he the, is he the best scorer in the draft? I Possibly, likely. Great offense, Tim Duncan style, up and under, all that. Uh, defense may very much in question. I think we've had enough of that here at the center position with Nikola Pekovic. <laughs> at least, uh, you know. No, I'm definitely hearing you, and I thought we were going to, uh, and my team being the Lakers, we were going to take over four, and the draft sort of uh, didn't turn out how we thought it would, but uh, I think uh, even watching today, uh, you guys, uh, the Timberwolves have picked the right guy. The, the, the center you can have for the next 15 years, and that's, hopefully. And that's definitely the hope. It's like you always never know, and like I always kept saying on the pre-draft shows, I had like three pre-draft shows pretty much, but mostly <laughs> just conversation, not major major league analysis, just because um, it's always like, it's always a situation in past drafts. You have three or four huge, gigantic names at the top of the draft, and one or two of them end up being great, and another one is either injury-prone or God knows what else. They are not. They certainly don't live up to the hype. So you always hope you take the right one. The overall talent and just about everybody saying Carl Anthony Towns, which was a guy that we absolutely uh, <laughs> endorsed at the Timberwolves pick. Um, 
ends up being that guy. I, I, I do think so. I do. I'm, I'm very excited. You got countless ability everywhere in areas that I do think Jaleel Okafor may have been lacking at the free throw line. That's something that looked like a weakness for multiple teams in the postseason here, like Houston and the Clippers. And uh, I don't even want to get on that Clipper conversation. Maybe uh, the next show. Ugh, yeah, kind of a kind of a wacky offseason, just like the wacky draft. But I digress back to where I should be. <laughs> Poor free throw shooting for Jaleel Okafor. Uh, I constantly got frustrated with Nikola Pekovic's, mm, well, lack of shot blocking, weak side defense. He's physical, but also at the same time, he's about as injury prone as, uh, well, just about anybody in, in Timberwolves history at this stage. <laughs> yeah, and I think what 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 Carl Towns uh, gives you is way more athleticism than Okafor. Uh, like you touched on the shot blocking, Okafor is nowhere near the shot blocker that uh, Towns is, and also uh, passing ability. Towns uh, surprises me how well he can pass the ball. Yeah, really cool. He's you know in a lot of ways, a lot of people are going to already start the comparisons to a certain guy who's inked a uh, two-year deal as of today officially. The shot blocking, hopefully his offense is better than Kevin Garnett, that guy who yeah by the way did sign a two-year deal. For $16 million, $8 million per. Yeah. Uh, and that's what happens when you're, when you're away for a month or so. You get all these other things. I keep jumping into those as I'm on a, a different topic. But, yeah, people are going to start comparing Carl Anthony Towns' personality and multi, multifaceted uh, ability to Kevin Garnett. Um, a very uh, personable guy. A very energetic guy. A very large guy. A very tall, athletic guy <laughs> like Kevin Garnett. So... And like you said, a great passer. Hopefully he'll be an even better shot blocker. Wouldn't that be nice? Uh, I think he's going to be a, a better shot blocker than KG. Yeah, because that was the one thing. Like Garnett was like an overall defensive player. He wasn't necessarily like a super-duper shot blocker from several devil, several games witnessed in person. He would often be kind of late on those, but, eh, you know, I'm not going to read too much. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like the fact Carl uh, Towns, he recovers well to, to block a shot. He does. He's got some really good quickness. Um, he's, he looked to me like today, watching that game, I know it's only summer league, but you can see it. You can see the reason why uh, Flip picked him at one. Um, it, it looks, it's it's so, exi- so exciting to watch. It really was. It really is. Uh, just so much energy, athleticism. Hopefully he is that that franchise guy. Uh, a lot of people see him as possibly more of a go-getter than uh, Andrew Wiggins, possibly. I, I'm not ready to say that yet. I'm all in on Andrew Wiggins as the as the centerpiece of the Timberwolves. But the good news is the possibility exists now. That could be interchangeable. And also, I think that two players' personalities, I don't see a Garnett-Marbury situation popping up. Though that may be too soon to say, where one guy gets jealous of the other because of more popularity, this and that. I hope, hope and pray that doesn't become a problem at some point. But yeah, you have an interchangeable situation here, back to back number one overall picks. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. Um, sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. Orlando Magic, it kind of worked out, but then Penny Hardaway started getting hurt all the time, and Shaq moved to Los Angeles, and yeah, that. Well, didn't quite have the glory time that the Orlando Magic were hoping for. Now, look, I, I'm not going to go there and say that no. uh, Towns is is uh, 
going to be the alpha dog on this team. I still believe that's going to be Wiggins. Mm-hmm. Um, but hell of a second banana, if you ask me. <laughs> and you've still got Levine uh, coming through, and, and let's not forget Shabazz and, and mm-hmm. uh, Tyus, uh, Tyus Jones is there. So uh, I, I think ultimately Wiggins will be the leader of this team. But, yeah, it's uh, I'm excited for, for you guys. It's... It, today, like I, I couldn't wait for the game to start. Oh yeah, me neither. Yeah. And and just oh. and just picturing, like the way Towns passes. Mm-hmm. I mean, Wiggins cutting, Levine cutting, uh, even pick and rolls with Rubio because he can shoot Towns and so many options, so many weapons. Yeah, without a doubt, the depth is. Uh, it's gonna be. I mean, there, there, there's a lot of potential with this team. There's no doubt about it that they should be hopefully in playoff contention within the next two years. I hope. I absolutely hope so. A lot of it depends on health as well. Unfortunately, like last year, we found that out for like the 19th season in a row, pretty much. I mean, who didn't get hurt? That That's the one thing. Well, oh, by the way, Andrew Wiggins didn't. That's the good news. 82 games. That's, the, that's another way... Uh, that uh, Andrew Wiggins could lead by example as well by staying healthy. That's for damn sure. Yeah, well, don't jinx it. Yeah, oh my God, knock on wood. Here we go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like you said, how he could be, yeah, how he's probably the leader. I am leaning that way as well, without a doubt. The, the way he just kind of started to take over during the course of the season, started out kind of passive, was a little bit timid, opening out, uh, opening up his career, but then again, who really wasn't outside of, like, the Kobe Bryants of the world, pretty much. So, the way he just continued to kind of take command of games, the way he was able to attack the basket, get to the foul line, uh, multifaceted ability, like I keep saying way too much, probably. I use that, <laughs> that phrase too much. But um, defensive ability, we actually have two players now on the team that are good at defense. That's a that's a good sign as well. That's another reason why I wasn't, again, like very interested in Jaleel Okafor ultimately. Um, but yeah, Wiggins' ability to get to the free throw line, I think his scoring is just going to continue to increase. And uh, by all, by from what we can see, Wiggins has put on a little bit of muscle in the off season, and there's still a couple months left in the off season in the in the summer for him to add some more muscle. Levine has added some muscle, and there's a guy who looked really damn good tonight, by the way. <laughs> Yep. yep, absolutely. It's absolutely awesome. Um, I'll, I'll, ultimately now, pardon me for that, how do Towns and Wiggins, uh, or excuse me, how does Towns complement Wiggins and the boys? How, how do you see that coming into this one? Um, just just like I said, said before, he's someone that you will throw the ball into, but all these guys who like to uh, cut and move without the ball – uh, Wiggins and, and Levine, who can, can also finish around the rim, and also Muhammad. Uh, that's where he's going to compliment these guys. It just, it, you've got to be, yeah, you can double towns, but you're going to pay for it. Yeah. Either by a three-pointer or someone mm-hmm. cutting to the basket. Because he, he displayed it today. The Lakers doubled him pretty much early. And then he can also pick and pop. And he can pick and roll. And then you've got him starting breaks when he blocks shots. Yeah. I mean, it's – I know it sounds like a bloody Carl Anthony Towns love fest, but <laughs> that's what I'm seeing and that's what I'm calling. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like he's really good at, at so many things. 
some people fear like, well, you can be good at a million things, but are you great at anything? And that's what people are afraid of sometimes. Like, Julio Okafor's great at offense, and this guy's great at that. But I think he's great at defense, potentially, and great athleticism, though that's a nice place to start. Um, yeah, I mean, he compliments them in so many ways. That's what's so exciting. And again, that does kind of sound like Kevin Garnett, maybe a more athletic version of Kevin Garnett. We'll, we'll, we'll see. That would be uh, pretty pretty cool, wouldn't it? <laughs> well, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you one thing. He did a pick and pop with, uh, I think it was Levine, and his jump shot is really nice. Oh, it looks yeah. really good, and he's mm-hmm. got range. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, it's a bit of a lo- Carl Towns love fest, but it is. Yep. It's hard not to. It's hard not to uh, love to, to love what you're seeing out there. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Being a and hey, he's the number one pick, so you hope he's that kind of guy that that is a is a cat miss <laughs> franchise player. Yeah, yep. Bloody oath. We hope he's that. <laughs> you hope he's you hope he's everything that 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 we're saying right now. When you when you take a guy number one overall and you pass on a guy who's who at one point was looked on a cat miss uh, prospect about a year ago, just like uh, Andrew Wiggins was a year before. So we got one of those two guys. That's that's good. And then we got another guy who emerged, hopefully even better. Uh, and yeah, the keep the defense honest. You have a stretch four, so now we really won't be missing Kevin Love at all. That's that's another good thing, isn't it? I'll tell you what, Kevin Love on this team would look pretty nice, but you're yeah. not going to miss you're not going to miss uh, Kevin Love. No, I think I'm talking about just bad just blood. just let it let it let it go, Joey. Just let it go. Oh no, <laughs> yep, yep. I'm, I'm get, letting get the monkey off the back. Come on, mate. Mm-hmm. Just it, just it, look, look to the future. How can I not look to the future? I mean, look what's happened. Look what's happened. <laughs> you're, out of you're, Kevin sitting here, <laughs> you're sitting here mentioning Kevin Love. And I'm like, yeah. what the hell? <laughs> like, Joey, you're crazy. Oh, but no, it's just what's amazing about it is, so you get Wiggins, and now you've all, see, like my whole point is, you've now you've replaced Kevin Love already, just, just like that, boom. And yeah. but with a 10-time yeah. better personality, way better defense, Marcus the Forecaster, from day one was like, I can't believe how, you know, I can't stand this guy's defense. He, he was every single show, basically, bashing the guy's defense. And, well, yep. did any of us disagree? No. No. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, yeah, the, you can start fast breaks, all that. The, the personality, ten times better than what Kevin Love ever really brought. I mean, other than saying, I'm so proud to represent the, the Twin Cities now that I've been voted in the All-Star game, and three months later he was proud to represent anybody but the Twin Cities, wasn't he? So, anyhow. Yeah. <laughs> let it go. Yeah. Breathe, breathe, let it go. <sighs> no, <it's, laughs> go. Go Cleveland Cavaliers. Thank you very much for all that you've uh, done for us, uh, getting us Andrew Wiggins. Oh, damn it. Andrew Wiggins for all that, uh, getting rid of all that mess and getting Andrew Wiggins, and we were able to tank enough to get the number one overall pick, and the guy who, oh, man, <laughs> Is going to help this team continue to develop uh, big time, uh, es- escalate the development. We don't have to like hope and pray to God we take the right guy at 13 like last year. We were able to, <laughs> to hopefully take a super duper guy at number one, and it's looking that way. Wow, very awesome. So yeah, it's a Carl Anthony Towns fest. It is, and people probably aren't too surprised. But there is another guy uh, ultimately as they continue to bounce around all over the place. A guy by the name of Tyus Jones, who of course uh, showed up, <laughs> who of course was a guy who is from Apple Valley, Minnesota, and believe it or not, even one of Marcus's cousins knows him because, or actually, yeah, at least one of them, I think two of them actually, uh, but anyhow, 
Uh, they know him because they lived in Apple Valley, even though they're significantly older than Tyus Jones. Younger than me, but older than him. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, wound up going to Duke, had a really nice tournament, got the most outstanding player of the tournament as a freshman. Wow. And then the Wolves were able to snag him. I remember when uh, I just kept saying his name, Tyus Jones, Tyus Jones, like hoping he'd keep slipping. Like, you know, he's slipping. This is really cool. And then the Cavs take him like, ah, shucks. That's a, <laughs> that's probably a really nice backup point guard for the Cleveland Cavaliers now. And he's a, he has a chance to get a ring. He's probably going to be with, or yeah, obviously he's going to be very excited to be playing with LeBron, maybe get a ring real early in his career, just like he got in college, like the first freaking year, which I think could happen. <laughs> both, both cases, I think the possibility does exist there. And then uh, literally moments later, I got an alert on my phone, Timberwolves, uh... <laughs> Trade number 31 and 36, those both very high second-round picks, which I value much more than the average Timberwolves fan, for <clears throat> Tyus Jones. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, well, he, he it looks like uh, watching today, he does some nice things. Mm-hmm. Um, they had Sam Mitchell. They interviewed Sam Mitchell, and uh, he said, Tyus, uh, Tyus Jones has got that something-something. That's That were his exact words. And uh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he said, "Not the quickest, uh, not the biggest guy out there, but he's got that something, something, and uh, he can he can score, he can pass, he can shoot, and just another good option uh, at, at the point guard spot. Uh, it, this whole team is just so flexible, mm-hmm. uh, and every coach, I guess, wants a flexible uh, roster that can he can change it up if something's not working and." We all know Rubio's working on his shot, but we haven't seen it yet, so... Yeah. Uh, Ty Sedney just shores up that position just a bit more. Ty Sedney. Look, listen to me, will you? Tyus Jones. Yep, yep, absolutely. Yeah, I, he's exactly what we needed, a scoring point guard off the bench. And and uh, Sam Mitchell's uh, something, something. That's like a like a translation in ESPN language as that it factor. The old, that's it. it. That's what it is, the it factor. And when you have a guy that is an it factor... That's that's a really good sign, and they usually they usually <laughs> they usually overachieve. Usually, usually not not always, but a lot of times they do overachieve as long as that it factor is real. Because well, means, you, yeah, look, you you can tell he can play. Yeah, I mean, exactly. So, hey, look in the end, maybe you will be that happy with him that Flip says, "Ricky, thanks, but we're moving you on." You just don't know. You never say never. That's if Jones is that good. Yeah, if Jones is good yeah. enough and. And yeah. ultimately, for the time being, if Rubio's scoring isn't so good and people get, uh, like, Forecaster and others are ticked off that we don't have a scoring point guard and the success out of several teams in the NBA this year, including the NBA world champion Golden State Warriors, there I said it now, <clears throat> I said it without, like, crying or whatever, uh, had a scoring point guard, just, just slightly a pretty good scoring point guard, uh, Chris Paul, who is a tornado flop. <laughs> scoring point guard Damian Lillard you know we can go on and on and on and on Jeff Teague even who emerged he kept getting better and better the last couple of years and uh, he was saying look at all the teams that were successful and have been successful the last couple of years but especially this year they all have a scoring point guard and it's like Rubio's about as good a score as our uh, as maybe us I don't, I don't know so yeah Tyus Jones a guy who's been a who excuse me had a extremely good tournament Scored like crazy, won the, again, like I said, won the most outstanding player of the tournament. So, 
having him as a backup is a pretty nice way to shore up that that whole situation there when you need scoring at the point guard position. So you can go from the great passes and lobs to like 9 billion athletes on the roster. And, oh, by the way, now you have a backup point guard who can score too. Hey, not bad. Mate, you, uh, I, can t- I can hear the excitement in your voice. Yeah, it's there. It's there. Yep. <laughs> I got the wheels turning. Yeah, they got the That's wheels it. turning too. Mm. Yeah, there were, I mean, it was an interesting night without a doubt. And we'll be talking more about the Lakers and the Showtime and T-Wolves. That should be coming out fairly soon, maybe a couple, next five to ten days, right? As to yep. me. Yeah, because uh, a guy by the name of uh, D'Angelo Russell, uh-oh, I'm spoiling it already. No, I'm kidding. It was taken by the Lakers. <laughs> remember how, remember how, uh, when I was asking on the on that show about how, what if they took D'Angelo Russell, actually? What, what, what would you say about that? And <laughs> I was kind of, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool. What did, what was my reply? I think, I think, I think pretty much I just said, uh, you'd be happy if you, yeah, yeah. You'd be happy if you got Okafor, Russell, or Towns. You, you really couldn't complain. Mm hmm. But, you know, you you guys, I think if, if, uh, it would, your perfect scenario is either Towns or Russell. Mm -hmm. Yeah, honestly. I think, yeah, for the, for the need, I just can't see how you'd pass. I see, I think if the Lakers had number one pick, I still think they would have taken, I've just got a funny feeling they still would have taken Russell. I think they absolutely fell in love with him. So, worked out for everyone. That's my, yeah, that's my hunch as well. And it seems like they're not bad down low. That's the good thing. So for for them anyway, like they have energy and they have Julius Randle, all that. So Showtime and T-Wolves preview there. (laughs) The Showtime Lakers. And yeah, I mean, for me, if I'm a Laker fan, I'm just absolutely giddy with that pick because there you go. Now you got the scoring point guard that you've, you know, haven't had for a long time. So. Yep, that's yeah. a, that's a, it's it's exciting, exciting. Oh, I'm, I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Showtime, showtime, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be shaking and be so happy. Oh, oh that be. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was kind of a kind of a wild night. Jaleel Okafor falling to third and going Philadelphia. Come on, they got Joel. They got <laughs> Nerlens Noel. Joel Embiid. Do you remember the tweet when uh, the, the the Lakers took Russell? He just put um, okay and then LOL. Ah. <laughs> oh. Okay, now they have three guys, and of course, Nerlens Noel. Just like uh, like you were saying uh, earlier about the uh, flexibility of the Wolves, you could put Gargi Yang at power forward, though Hank may or may not agree with that. Um, <laughs> uh, Nerlens Noel, you could put at power forward, but uh, Embiid and Okafor, I don't know about that. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, look, I, I just think you could put Okafor at. Uh, Power forward and Embiid in the middle. I think Okafor's got a, mm. a game that that could suit a power forward, and and they could trade uh, Nerlens for for something decent. Yeah, the latest talk has been uh, Boston, hasn't it? Yeah, I, I, they're not getting rid of Noel till uh, they know Embiid's till Embiid's playing, and they know he's got no further complications. Which at this stage looks like next season, yeah, one after the new one. So, oh my God, so we're t- yeah, that's too long. Whew. So no wonder they took no wonder they took Okafor then. Yeah, they had to take him. They yeah, had to take yeah. Him. yeah. If they pass him for Moody Eye, who's kind of a semi unknown at this point, or maybe even still quite an unknown, uh, they probably would be in uh, trouble there. They'd be in a little bit of job. Uh, <laughs> they'd yeah, be, look, they'd we, be evaluating we, the job there. Yep. Myself and Hank, we've got uh, a 
soft spot for Brett Brown, the coach of the Sixers, because he coached here in Australia for a long time and oh, okay. won a championship here. And so we got a we got a soft spot for him. We don't want to see him get the sack or anything. So for us, him getting Okafor, it gives him a genuine guy he can throw the ball to, and and you know he's got something to work with now, a bit more to work with. So we we're happy for him, and hopefully he uh, gets a chance to stick around. Yeah, without a doubt, it's a, it's a chance, and if uh, if Ogilvy turns out to be a uh, turns out to be what a lot of people hoped he was, the, the, the Sixers will finally be on some type of a some type of fast track to success. It, it took a little while. They've been it's kind of been one of the stranger teams in, in the NBA the last uh, three years or so now. Yeah, <laughs> it's, um, yeah. I'm glad I'm not a Sixer fan. Put it that way. Yeah, like taking injured guys and and uh, you know two injured guys in a row, right? No, Noel and uh, Embiid back to back years or so, and then you get uh, well, you trade away like everybody, and you you have Michael Carter Williams, and you basically just give him away to Milwaukee. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, it's it's strange, but uh, they've got a plan, and they're uh, they got belief in their plan. They're sticking to it. Yeah, that's for sure. They are sticking to it. The, the Knicks taking. Uh, Kristoff, or excuse me, Kristoff's Porzingis. Yes, sir. Look at me bouncing around. I mean, but I figure <laughs> it's draft night, but it's like, you know, it's like you just look at the oddities of the draft, you know, like all the reaction of the Knicks fans and stuff. They booed the hell out of him. I think I liked his reaction. He looked like he's like, all right, you MFers, I'll show you what I can do. He, he kind of had that look in his face, which I do appreciate. And hey, he wants to be there, so yeah, that's got to be a good thing. <laughs> Not good. many people want to be in New York. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, or well, players, I should say. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a, yeah. It's it was a it was an interesting draft night. Of course, it gets kind of it gets hazy once it gets to like about the tenth pick and eleventh pick for me because I kind of was like, okay, you know, I don't know, you know, we're not picking for a while, and if we trade for Tyus Jones, which we did, surprise, surprise, it's not going to happen right away. So I. Kind of got it. Kind of got hazy for a few picks there. So, I guess that's the end of that for the time being. And, and any final thoughts you may have on the draft? Um, not, not really. I mean, there was a couple of uh, <clears throat> surprises, but nothing too surprising, if that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yep. It's not, um, mm-hmm. As long as I left happy, mate, I was. Uh, I'm happy. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that's all that matters. <laughs> Yeah, without a doubt. I mean, it's not like, and ultimately, it's not like you know Kevin Durant got traded to the Lakers or anything for the number two pick or no. something. But eh, you know, <laughs> not, not yet you, anyway. When you've had a crappy season, the and you, you get a guy like Russell or Towns, mm-hmm. it excites you for the next season. And what can the future bring? And and who can we attract if if Russell turns out to be really good in the next couple of years? And and Randall starts to be really good. And, you know, and for you guys, if Wiggins, Towns, and Levine just start to blossom, who can you guys attract? It's all exciting stuff, you know? That, yeah, that's the thing. The good news with the current situation of this ridiculous uh, <laughs> ridiculous TV contract, well, um, yeah, it's the destination doesn't matter as much now. Like, Or, excuse me, the geography doesn't matter as much now. It matters who's on the team and, and the, uh, well, the the culture of the organization is what matters more than anything now, rather than if it's 40 below or, you know, perfect, perfect weather ultimately. Yep. That's, that's exactly why the uh, league's gone now. And that's how the owners wanted it. Absolutely. Thank God to have a little bit of, a little bit of good culture here. Now with Flip Saunders as president of basketball operations, I'm going to 
give him a nice hand here. I mean, he is really, Absolutely. really, really looking good, isn't he? Absolutely. Uh, just got to pick a coach. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. I think we ultimately do need a coach. And Although I will, will say, mm-hmm. I will say the league's starting to go his way. Jump shots. Yeah. Yep. You know, the only thing missing is the threes, but I suppose Levine, Wiggins, and Tyus uh, Jones will be shooting threes. But Carl Anthony Towns, it's going to start picking up, I'm sure. Yep. Without a doubt. So, for Timberwolves free agency, here's kind of what sums it up right here. <laughs> but there's a little bit. Uh, we uh, picked up the option on on. On uh, Marcus's all-time favorite Timberwolf, Robbie Hummel, we picked up the option, <laughs> much to his probably his chagrin, and I'm sure it was, I'm sure he was chagrined about it. But but then we when we uh, retracted on it, so he's like, ah, I'm, I'm sure he's thinking that right now. <laughs> Poor Robbie, I'm not wishing for him to struggle financially, though he probably isn't. Uh, and we did sign the the big ticket, Kevin Garnett, to 16 million dollars, two years, 16 million, eight million dollars per. The only thing that irks me about that is Tim Duncan's making five million a year and he's looking a little better. Where you know, still at this stage of his career, they're the same age. He's actually got a little more tread on the tire and he's making only five million. Damn it! Look at you, Kevin. <laughs> Look at you, Kevin. Does it always have to be about money? Ah, yeah, okay, sir. Is the player is it a player option or team option the second year? I do believe it is a player option. Okay. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Interesting. I can't see him playing two more years. Although, That's you know, thing. like Jalen Rose says, keep collecting them checks. Yeah. He he needs them. That's for sure. Okay. <laughs> he's going to be, yeah, he's going to be an owner. He'll probably start minority move up over the course of time. We'll see if he really ends up being the majority owner. But, yeah, uh, yeah Kevin Garnett's role with the team is currently at the time mentor, kind of like a, kind of like a team captain. And, well, which look, look yeah, mm-hmm. is a, is a smart move. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, you guys seem to be doing everything right at the minute, which you couldn't say that in the past. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But, uh, but now you know, Flip, like you said, give Flip some credit, and he's got a plan, he's got a vision, and uh, so far, so good. So far, so good. Absolutely, and. Glenn Taylor has a plan also with his uh, future successor, which he was looking for, and ultimately that secret individual was Kevin Garnett of all people. So that that's kind of cool too, in a way. Yeah, for sure. I think Kevin Garnett as an owner would be awesome. It's going to be at minimum entertaining and hopefully yeah. very very awesome as well. We'll we'll see what happens there. Oh, should I? Th- no, I'm I'm not going to throw this out. I'll, I'll save it for a different show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want to I don't want to rain on anything, and it's not against the wolves either. So maybe I'll tell you in the break, and then I'll bring it up on a later show. Uh, So ultimately, I believe if there's nothing else, we'll take a quick break and jump into the Timberwolves season wrap-up. Do you shop on Amazon? Did you know that you can support this podcast just by doing your normal shopping on Amazon? It's really easy to do. Just go to thesportstuff.com and click on one of the many Amazon pictures. Do your normal shopping, and Amazon sees that we referred you, and they give us a percentage. We'd like to thank you in advance for supporting thesportstuff.com, and please use our Amazon link. Now enjoy the rest of the show. 
back here on Timberwolves Explosion, segment number two in this case, the fan interaction, or shall we call it the Timberwolves season wrap-up of the su- uh, Super State of the Timberwolves Part 2. So insert Super Mario 2 music. Yes. There we go. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Fan interaction, all that good stuff. Uh, the Wolves MVP, biggest disappointment or biggest surprise, and then me and Vince will wrap up after the comments are complete. Ultimately, only two comments on here. I wish I wish Hank put something up there, but that's okay. I, well, maybe we'll we'll hear from him on a future show, which I'm not against at all. I don't I don't think he did because he thought it was going to be on here today. So that's the thing. I, yeah, I wish maybe at yeah. the last second he added it on there, like if he was. But <laughs> but it ended up being a last second uh, cancellation. Unfortunately, it's just it's just one of those things. Nothing you can do. So ultimately, our buddy Tanay Wilson Brown out of New Zealand. He says MVP, obviously Wiggins. He made an injury. He made an injury-filled season where the Wolves weren't winning much. A lot more exciting than it should have been, and I agree with that a hundred billion percent with that line right there. I mean, did you hear how? Like, uh, did you hear the excitement in my voice? Like almost all last season, about by about December on. <laughs> because do you, do you remember that? Because like it's like something clicked with Wiggins, and then my excitement yeah. just changed. I, I was just yeah. different. Yeah, I could I could hear it, and you, I think you mentioned it only forty five million times. So yeah, yep. I'm um, sorry. <laughs> we picked up on it. Yeah, no, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> forty five million times. Yeah, pretty much. And yeah, I mean, a sixteen win season to be that optimistic. There has to be a reason, and it's because like I've never seen a Timberwolves player play that way. And to think the future, uh, how high. This, how high the the sky is for this 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 young man Andrew Wiggins is uh whew, oh man but then again there I go like burning my own thunder later on <clears throat> hint hint uh, <laughs> I continue from today he says he played well he played very well for a rookie and proved a lot of people wrong when it came to his scoring exactly uh, his battles with some of the best players in the NBA were some of the most exciting moments in recent Wolves history as well if you ask me when he was matching up against lebron that was one of the best things the best one of the best matchups i've ever watched and that was that was amazing wasn't it oh my god he got 33 points on lebron and i saw that angry look in lebron's face when he was like you know when his back is against the wall and he took the celtics out game 6 2012 east finals uh, yep. to, to see, I've never seen LeBron James with that look on his face playing against the Timberwolves. So something's going right. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure Wiggins went in with a chip on his shoulder. He did, yep. And uh, delivered the goods. And if, and if he starts to bring that chip on his shoulder more come playoff time in the future, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, oh, I, 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 can totally, I can totally see him being the man to... Uh, oh. To turn it on in playoffs, so you see, he just he just seems that that kind of player and and has that kind of persona to me. Could mm-hmm. be wrong, but I don't think I am on that one. 
I, I don't either. Like as they always say, like once every twenty five years type of guy for your franchise. This is it's been this franchise is going into its twenty seventh season, and I get and we finally looks like we may have gotten that one ultra special. Even though a lot of people would say Garnett was this and that, but well, that that was the one thing missing right there from Garnett, in my opinion. Uh, biggest disappointment, injuries in general, <laughs> but mostly Shabazz's. Oh, yep, when he hurt his finger. Uh, he was having a great season, shooting 49% from the field and nearly 40% from three. He showed great hustle on the boards, and you could definitely see a difference in him from last season. It was a shame he only got to play 38 games this year. I'm really hoping next season he can get 82 games in. Yeah, unbelievable. And and you think about that, only 38. It's like, you know, as much as I'm, as I live and breathe the Timberwolves in every way, shape, and form, I couldn't even tell you 30. Wow, it was that low. Wow. Damn. <laughs> only 38 games. So it shows how, like, overshadowed I was with Wiggins. And, but, but, yeah, Shabazz Muhammad is a guy I want in this organization for a long time. Yeah, I, I uh, you know, I'm a massive fan of, Shabazz Muhammad and mm-hmm. you you did I will never let you forget this you did poo poo the uh, draft pick when you picked him up and I and not just you Hank McCoy as well absolutely poo pooed it and I was like man this kid is gonna score in the NBA he's got that mongrel in him oh no no he's not no good and the the, the forecast now look at you too. yep now look at it yeah and the forecast now look at you you're all over him like a cheap suit uh you know what you know what you know what what it was though. Like a guy by the name of Michael Beasley, just watching him play the way he did, <laughs> it it just like and I saw I, I was just experiencing nightmares, and I developed a psychological complex against uh, players like that uh, that came out of came out of college like as pretty much an all offense guy. But mate, if I'm if uh, I'm telling you kid can play, I'm not going to lead you astray, Joey. Oh kid no. can play. You uh, you do have a pretty good history, don't you? You you might be like a like another forecaster, I suppose. No, he's he's generally oh, yeah. good, generally good, except on this one. <laughs> oh, I keep reminding you about the ones I hit on, the ones I miss. I just quickly forget. <laughs> mm-hmm. I've I've missed but, way too many times. But, uh, it's funny. I would love uh, just down the future, down the road, just maybe Mitch making a deal for Shabazz to play small forward. It's uh, it's one of those things where yeah, there's a. A lot of players on this team, and oh, something could happen that way, possibly, because you have Zach Levine, Wiggins, all that. Not everybody can start, obviously. I, I don't think Levine's a starting point guard of the future. I, I just don't. Uh, so, he's shooting. He's most likely shooting guard, and he's way better at shooting guard. Uh, Wiggins plays small forward when Levine's at shooting guard. I actually like him as a small forward better, personally. But if Shabazz starts as small forward, then Wiggins goes to two. So it's kind of a flip-flop thing. I think it's a really wonderful thing to have, to have all these players. And if Shabazz is a great six-man or possibly Levine's a great six-man for the time being, so be it. I just hope nobody gets pissed off and thinking like, hey, man, I could be a star on a different team. So please trade me to Toronto or, well, Toronto or like L.A. or something to be the next shooting guard over there with uh, D'Angelo. So... Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. And unfortunately, I do think if somebody absolutely, positively had to be traded, it's probably him. Ugh. Like if they absolutely wanted to get the hell out of here so they could free, or so they could they could have their minutes freed up and then somebody else here, their minutes could be freed up as well. It's, yeah, it's probably him, unfortunately. I think he's the leader there. 
Yeah, look, you just got to sell him on being a six man. That's the hope because yeah, I mean he's he could be kind of like a God forgive me for saying this, but he could be kind of like a James Harden for us as a Thunder as a Thunder player, not a Rocket. Um, yeah, because James Harden came off the bench was extremely valuable. So there you go. Yep. Look, as long as it, look if they can sell him on being a six man and you guys start winning some games and he can see improvement every year and he can see the vision, he can see the plan. That'll keep him happy. Yeah, it'll be bombs away, baby. Yep. Because back in the old days, Kevin McHale wasn't demanding a trade from the Celtics, and he got three rings out of it. James Worthy got, what, four rings out of his? So even, so even though he wasn't, like, the the star, he was, like, the third best player. So there you go. Yep. That's, that's it. Teams need to be teams, damn it. Stop trying to be individuals, please. Yeah, that's that's exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> well, 90s, 90s basketball was the best. And 80s. And 80s. Oh, it was so nice, wasn't it? Mm. Yep. Um, Tanae goes to the biggest surprise now, KG coming back. Didn't think I'd ever see him in a Timberwolves jersey again. It was a nice thing, but I hope it doesn't end up being that we traded away Thad Young just so KG could play a couple of games for the Wilds in his final season. This could also turn into my biggest disappointment if he doesn't end up doing anything with the Wolves next season. Just to say, oh, but yeah, before I say this, I know luckily he has inked, like I said, two-year deal. Odds are he'll just play one and then just move into... His next, uh, his next uh, career as a NBA owner, executive, all that good stuff. So, yeah, and I, obviously this was written back in earlier June because I wanted to get the comments going. Yep. So now we jump, uh, continue where he says, just on a side note, cheers for the shows, this and every other season, Joey. I think this was my third season of listening to your shows, and I've loved every minute of them. Always entertaining, and it's refreshing hearing someone talk the truth about the organization when things aren't going right. Thanks again, man, and keep up the good work. We all appreciate how much you put into the shows. God bless you tonight. Thank you so much for that. That, yeah, that was he's, awesome. He's, he's, he's not bad for a New Zealander. Yep, exactly. <laughs> yep. No. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate that because I, well, yeah, I love this show. Mm-hmm. See, Australia's like New Zealand's big brother. Uh-oh, yeah. They, they, want, they want to be like us, but they're just too small. Oh, no. Yep, you're going you're gonna to bully them, aren't you? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, they're just, they're, they're, I don't want to say too much, but, you know, they just, they've got uh, country envy. <laughs> oh, no. Uh-oh. <laughs> just like Canada with us. Ha-ha. No, that's, why they all, that's why they all come over here, see, from New Zealand. It's mm-hmm. better. And that's why, like, when I used to, when I used to accidentally say Tane from uh, Australia, it's like, <laughs> actually, I'm from New Zealand. I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> like Joey's in trouble. He wants to be from Australia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Joey's it's in a uh... pickle, right? Joey's in a pickle. <laughs> I think he continues a little bit. Let me see. I'll just check it out. Just a brief conversation. He's like, sorry if this is too long for the show, by the way. I can edit it down. And actually, no, it was, there was, it was so well written and everything. And plus the fact there's only, uh, two people coming. It it was great. It was fantastic. So it actually does add a lot to the show. So, and he says, uh, yeah, if I want to cut it down. Okay. Nope. And everything is good to go there. So now we go to Australia with Joseph Phillips. So yep, he split them up in three separate comments, which is perfectly fine either way. So very cool there. He says, MVP Wiggins. He might have a cute pouty, cute pouty that you want to squeeze. What does that mean? Squeeze, squeeze, and hug. <laughs> but 
He is just skill, aggression, and class. Disappointment, Peck, of course. <laughs> Surprise, both both a good and a bad one. So that's kind of cool. Uh, Flip didn't curtail Wiggins or, or, excuse me, if he or the team want to shoot that three-pointer, point, three pointer, let them. Bad surprise is the crazy roster we ended up with. Yep, how many players did we have? Mostly not good enough, like the Justin Hamiltons and what was that one big kind of semi-whatever tweener something he was. I can't remember his name now. Yeah, kind of a different type of name, like Azundia or something. Yeah, it was one of those kind of it was just one of those kind of years and there's too many of those damn it Ugh, too many like fourth string point guards but and, and i like lorenzo brown by the way but just saying <laughs> you do like lorenzo brown did you say yeah yeah yep did it, it looked okay today too yeah he's a nice uh th- he's at minimum a nice third string point guard at minimum yep. he, he's a guy i do want on the 15 man absolutely Mm-hmm. And I pray to, yeah, I, I think they will keep him because you know, Ricky Rubio or Tyus Jones, you gotta have that guy there. You don't want to, you don't want to have to scrounge in the market, even though it's nice to help somebody out financially and give them a shot. If you have a guy who's more than deserving of being here, at least as a third stringer insurance guy, that man is Lorenzo Brown. Yes, yeah, sure. Yes, sure. <laughs> that, that was a good one. Huh? Uh, <laughs> I still gotta get a T-shirt saying that one. Hey, <laughs> I should. Oh, man. Joseph Phillips, honorable mentions. Watching our pups play in the rookie challenge and dunk contest, the fact that we have a core of talented kids, and we'll be getting one more. My kid who hates who hates wolves like Zach Levine. Uh-oh. Honorable, men, uh, honorable D, uh, dis mentions. Come on, Rubio, I want to love you. I want that positive face. <laughs> yep, that positive face, yep. But you keep getting injured. And then the final thing is he says, Oh, and KG, you brought me back to the walls. You brought dancing, <laughs> dancing man back. And then you threw out your back or something. Silly. Yep. And only played a handful of games. Sad. Mr. Future Franchise Owner. Sad. <laughs> <laughs> Ultimately, it was that blankety-blank knee that he injured back in 2009. It just It's just one of those things. It, it lasted forever. Then it got better. They went to the East Finals again. Or no, they went to the NBA Finals. What am I talking about? Yep. And and then the East Finals a couple years later. Yep, 2012. And then it's just age, 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 age. And now the knee's just hurting like hell, I guess, supposedly. But uh, so the other the other talk is, though, he could have played significantly more games last year. Apparently his plan was, you know what? We suck really bad right now. We're losing. We're winning like, you know, under 20 games. And the whole draft pick thing. He he's not a tanker and he hates all that, but at the same time, he figured screw it because I actually would like to play next year. So why burn up that mileage when I'm thirty thirty nine or turning thirty nine, pardon me, and uh use it next year. Yeah. Nice. Nice. It's smart and uh, you know, he's gonna be he can still play D. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's still got a decent jump shot. So if that knee's feeling fine, I think he's gonna He's not just going to collect a paycheck. He's going to contribute something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he will. He'll 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 bring that energy, and I can just see him and Towns kind of forming something, some type of really positive relationship. I think for many many years, quite honestly. Yeah, hopefully that's the case. Uh, I mean, I'm sure he's going to give Towns a bit of tough love, but yeah, as long as Towns takes it the right way. Yep. 
should all be should all be fine. Mm-hmm. And from what you can tell, Towns seems to have that kind of personality that not many things bother him. Like he doesn't get pissed off. Yep, that's that's the vibe I get from him. And Wiggins is like the same way, but he's a different person. He, he might be that quiet, cold blooded assassin. I hope that's who he is. <laughs> I hope so. God, please yeah, tell you me. Might, you might be right there on that one. I think. Please, 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 please be that guy. Because <laughs> if he is that guy, oh my God, here we go. <laughs> and if he, because oh, people were so afraid that he was gonna, that he was just kind of this soft, passive kind of guy with a ton of talent. Uh, Tracy McGrady, no. <laughs> no, no, it's he's he's that assassin. Don't mm-hmm. worry about that. Because if yeah, if he is, uh, let's. Uh, uh, let's get some jewelry, damn it! Please, let's get some jewelry <laughs> and some hardware. We, we've we've had enough with the software already. We've got enough blueprints and everything. Yeah, um, keep the blueprint, but uh, just keep it this one. This is this is probably the last one we're gonna need for a while, and then we can start going for the hardware. Then, yes, yes. Let's see if there are any other random comments here. Potential pick on the towns dined with them. Tonight was saying too too early to get the welcome banners out. Yep. <laughs> Ultimately, it wasn't. Once once the it was flipped. Basically, he started to change his point of view of of Carl Anthony Towns after kind of seeing him, and then it went from highly highly preferring Jaleel Okafor. Like Flip would have taken him absolutely on the spot if say they had to take their draft pick right there on the on the draft lottery night. It would have been Jaleel Okafor, but after seeing Carl Anthony Towns, he said something. Other people said, and they kept saying, I was blown away. So that that's, <laughs> yeah. a, that's a good sign when you hear the words, I was blown away. Because the last time Flip was blown away, that guy wore, uh, well, the opposite number of towns were in uh, Kentucky, 21 rather than 12. So uh, there you go. Time to check some other posts, I do believe. Da, da, da. Oh, yeah. What am I doing? Pardon me. <laughs> we also added EuroLeague star. Bajlika. <laughs> I hope I'm saying his name right. Three years, eleven point <laughs> seven million. Yes, a little distracted with the with the draft. And yes, I did know about this young man coming to Minnesota. Um, I don't see him as a franchise changing player, but a piece. Yes, sure, a stretch four, and a, a guy who's not coming in raw. He's coming in ready, so that's good. Yeah, look, I don't know too much about the kid. Um, well, he's not actually a kid. He's twenty seven. But yeah, yep. I, I did see some highlights, and he he looks all right. I I, I, I hope he works out for you guys. I, I think um, he's probably a bit loaded mm-hmm. now, uh, so I'm not convinced Peck will see out the season at Minnesota. Mm-hmm. I think someone has to go, and I don't think it's going to be Deng. I don't think it's obviously not going to be KG or Towns. It has to be uh, has to be Peck. Yeah, Peck is probably the odd man there, and. Uh... This also explains probably Robbie Hummel's uh, situation because think about a Hummel kind of a stretch four type of guy, and then Bezlika is a stretch four kind of guy. So there you go. And yeah, it's a really yeah, <laughs> it's the kind of name you could butcher and it could sound really bad. So it's kind of name you butcher and the one you did butcher. And I, I did butcher, didn't no, I? No, if you can't say it, I can't say it. So I'm not going to bother. <laughs> Yeah, so, and yeah, I'll admit, I don't know a whole lot either. In fact, well, when second-round picks are taken by David Kahn, you don't tend to pay a whole lot of attention most of the time. (laughs) Though, uh, once in a while, you get extremely lucky, and it's about time maybe he kind of did, just like how they thought uh, 
Well, okay, yeah, like Robbie Hummel was, a, was an extremely late pick by uh, Mr. Uh, David Kahn as well. I can't believe I'm saying that name on this show, but well, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we're going to have to if this guy at least becomes a serviceable player in this league. So there you go. Uh, this guy will replace Robbie Hummel ultimately. And, um, well, Hummel did get significant minutes, much to Marcus's chagrin. This guy will probably be an upgrade at the same position. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so goofy. Yep. Uh, and, okay, yep. Today, wrapping up the uh, comments section with ESPN slash ABC analyst and former NBA coach Jeff Van Gundy, a very familiar name, and a close pal of Wolves coach and vice president of operations, uh, Flip Saunders, <laughs> <laughs> visited Tuesday's workout. Do we read into this at all? Uh, hmm. Uh, yes and no. <laughs> Partially, they're just kind of close friends, and uh, and Jeff Van Gundy, is, I'm sure he's intrigued by this team and would like to check it out and everything. I don't know. It's like you never know. I, odds are probably no. It seems like Je every time you think Jeff Van Gundy's coming back, he doesn't. So I don't know what to think, to be quite honest. Here's my take on that. Mm -hmm. I think he's down there. They're, they're just two friends hanging out. Mm -hmm. But I don't doubt for one second that behind closed doors, <laughs> Flip would say, Jeff, I'm going to coach this team for one or two years. I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to take a couple of, don't take this wrong way, not lean seasons, but the, the, the main rebuilding seasons, mm, two of them. Yep, yep. So you don't, you don't have to take the hit. Yep. And then would you be interested in coming in? And I think, I think Jeff would say, well, look, if it's, Going, going well, I would definitely come out of the broadcasting box and, and consider it. Because I think this is a team that would really excite Jeff Van Gundy. Mm -hmm. That's a really good point. And I was kind of quietly semi-thinking that in uh, in the back of my head as well. And then, then you said it, which made it stronger, <laughs> ultimately. <laughs> uh, because think about how he, uh, well, he was in contact with the New Orleans Pelicans. And you got uh, a guy that... Some people hope Towns could be headed towards becoming. That, that's a guy by the name of uh, Anthony Davis, the brow. Hmm. Look, once a coach, always a coach, mate. It, yeah. You, you okay. cannot tell me that they did not talk coaching at all. There has to be some type of uh, what they call back channels conversation going on. There has to be something, yeah. most likely. Yeah. And yeah. there's probably there probably have been back channel conversations with Tibbs as well. And he's probably sitting out and... Uh, it's kind of like all a wait and see. Tibbs could be sitting out partially to not only this job but another job and kind of go where he feels more comfortable, feels it's a better fit if it's here, if it's somewhere. <laughs> it's not Oklahoma, I guess, but we'll, we'll see uh, what team that could be. Maybe it's Philadelphia. No, okay, I, I won't say that one, but... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that. Oh, you're fired. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> we'll see. Some somebody somebody will emerge as that team. Maybe it's the L.A. Lakers. <gasps> yeah, possibly. Possibly. I think it's possible. Yeah, that's another one that's gonna. They're they're coming up. They're not gonna just sit and win like 17 games every year. So they're coming up at some point. <laughs> yep. 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 Okay, I said that one now. So I guess that would probably be about our final thoughts. And, and I better mention this, and I meant to mention it at the beginning. Uh, not only is Vince Gimano co-host of uh, the Showtime and T-Wolves, but my shelf selfish ass didn't even mention the fact that 
I am terrible, and I do apologize. But, uh, yeah, Vince Germano just kind of maybe a, is a co-host on the Courtside Podcast, too, right? <laughs> just maybe. Yeah, just just every now and then. No. Uh, <laughs> every week, uh, yeah, on the yeah. on the Courtside Podcast with uh, one of the best hosts in the game, Hank McCoy. Um, yes, yes. Hmm. He, he does actually all the heavy lifting. I just turn up. Um so, yeah, check it out if you can. We're on iTunes, Podomatic, uh, CRTSDE.com. Uh, we're on Twitter and VINROK44. Um, check us out if you like us. Leave a review. If you hate us, well, leave a review and you can get stuffed. Yep. Ultimately, yeah. And, yeah, Hank <laughs> is one of the best in the business, absolutely. And if you don't leave a positive review, I'd be quite surprised, to be honest. Well, we, we're the only podcast to um, beat the lockout. Yeah. Hey, look at we, you. Nice. We were, uh, well, <laughs> hey, we, okay, we beat the lockout. We, we absolutely belted living suitcase out of it. We All these other podcasts, and I'm not having to dip at anyone. I'm just saying <laughs> he's all shut up shop, and me and McCoy, we just every week turn it up with a podcast. So. Yeah, that is true, actually. Yeah, part yeah. Of <laughs> we did kind of shut up shop, didn't we? Me and, uh, yeah. yeah. We, well, we it just did wasn't one, you though. guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't just you guys. Just, just saying, just toot me own horn because no one else will. So, yeah, um, yeah, check us out if you if you want. Speaking of which, yeah, speaking of which, hmm, huh. <laughs> yeah, the whole lockout thing. Hmm. <laughs> Should I throw a tiny little? Because people say I speak in code. I think a, I think these owners are going to regret some of these outrageous con- contracts in the next three to five years. Oh yeah, I didn't well, say that. I hope that's not cry, true. <laughs> I can't cry poor again, that's for sure. I really hope that's yeah. I, I really hope I'm wrong. I pray to God I'm wrong, but yeah, um, we'll just wait and see what happens. <laughs> some mm. some of them might be a little bit, little bit silly. I think some some of them, but well, we'll we'll see. If they're yep. profitable, you know, more power to them. Yep, more power to you. If you're profitable, keep keep it coming. Keep it coming. Please share some with me because my company's kind of going the opposite direction. It seems like, <gasps> uh oh, there, there we go. Now I'm gonna lose my job. Oh jeez, <laughs> I'm so bad. <laughs> oh. Stay home and watch NBA all day. Yes, yeah. It's like welcome to the welcome to the the club, right? Of like all the disgruntled employees are like across the planet. <laughs> oh mate, don't get me started. Yep, yep. It's like it's yeah, it's pretty much everybody. <sighs> but yeah, there it is. It's been a it's been a hell of a show. Thank you so much for hopping on board. This was uh, th- this was fantastic. Got to keep these coming. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And also <laughs> the awkward silence, right? Uh, <laughs> I might I might want to mention that Timberwolves Explosion does have a Twitter account. I tend to like to put those in the in the ad sections or the breaks and all that. But I haven't been doing that lately, and I'll be getting that back rocking and rolling soon. I do apologize. Twitter account is at Wolves Explosion, at Wolves Explosion, because Timberwolves Explosion doesn't fit. And for Facebook, simply look up Timberwolves Explosion, Minnesota Timberwolves show in the search bar. Click on the one that says company, not group, because I think the group's still out there. But a lot of places switched over to pages ever since. Company, not group. And then... Post anything and everything you want. You could be like Tanae, Joe Phillips, Hank, Vince, many, many others that have posted on here over a long, long period of time. And I never want them to stop posting. Please don't stop. Please. <laughs> Brent Jacobson has, has posted off and on as well. 
He posts a little more on the, the Viking show, I'm, I'm sure, but more than welcome to post on here. I love to talk about basketball more than any other sport, which I think is probably <laughs> obvious to most people. So there you go. Yeah, jump on, have a chat. Joey's always up for a chat. Absolutely. As long as you're talking tables. Nah. You talk, you talk any NBA. It's good. Pretty much. Pretty much. And Wolves obviously priority, but yeah, any anything really, except for the the uh, I don't even know about that team right now. Okay. I'll just leave those alone. <laughs> like Portland Trailblazers or teams like that. But nah, no, nah, I I talk about them too. And I will talk Lakers as well with with uh, Vince Germano <laughs> on Showtime and T Wolves. I have zero dislike for where, where that team is headed now. I think they're heading in a better direction. That show will be really? released very soon. Absolutely. Can't wait. Yep, and thank you again so much for being on board. It is uh and, and yep, it is an honor to have you on. Marcus the Forecaster has kinda kinda vanished up the face of the earth, but sometimes he comes back every now and then and he'll be back at some point. Thanks thanks for having me, Joe. It's been fun and uh go to T Wolves. Go Timberwolves indeed, go Timberwolves, go off season, go summer league. Thank you.